We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. KC Laboratory. Sponsored by Emprise Bank. It's the Casey Laboratory presented by Emprise Bank. Look, you can drive to a brick and mortar bank location or you can bank from com- the comfort of your own home. Who you do business with is more important than where they're located. I choose to do business with Emprise and you should too. They have all the tools to give you a phenomenal banking experience wherever you live, just like they did with me. I I don't, you know, I I I don't have an Emprise Bank close close to me, but they have been absolutely incredible. Shout out to Emprise Bank, member FDIC, and all they have done for us here at KC Sports Network. Uh, I am here with my dear pals. They are reporting today for duty the same way that the Chiefs have reported for OTAs. Maddie Lane, hello. What is good? How are we? I I almost didn't report. I was on the fence of holding out um, because of you guys, the listeners, the viewers for voting for Kent's abomination of a draft earlier this week. I I almost didn't show up. I almost tried to hold out for a new, a better contract. Uh, I was going to call out the fans like Chris Jones did a couple years ago against the Minnesota Vikings. Like I, I have to do something. I have to do something drastic here because I look. I disagree with Craig's draft being better, but fine, whatever. We'll move on past that. But Kent, Kent. <laughs> Kent, all he did was draft round one guys that has either underperformed or haven't played. Kent, I don't know. I I might leave OTAs early. I don't know if I can do this. If you don't know what Maddie's talk about, go go back and listen to the, the episode <laughs> earlier this week. It's a good one. We argue Everybody a lot. We fight. I win. It, it it's what matters. I'm not spoiling anything because everybody knows. I proclaimed that I was going to win before we even started it, and I don't lie to you guys. So Craig is great. Craig's great. Not that part, huh. but you know, it, it was pretty good. We got our first glimpse of the 2022 Kansas City Chiefs in full this day with some Twitter videos. And <laughs> oh my goodness, 47 seconds of video. <laughs> Listen, that 47 seconds of video had enough. We are probably going to talk about this for 20 minutes. There's a like, chance. There's enough There's enough storylines and question marks I have, and we'll start with Turk Wharton's thighs. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, we're definitely going to be going like 60 minutes then. That's, there's a lot of thigh to talk about. Uh, 
a lot of shoulders. Well built, man. Yeah, he really is. I mean, that I mean, if you are, and you haven't seen the video, this is just the most perfect audio uh p- podcast for you because you can't even watch the video. But no, like uh, the, the Chiefs, you know, a lot of the Chiefs have reported they checked in, analyzed that 47 seconds of video and footage that the Chiefs did give us. And th- there's also some things I think we're all hoping to hear happen. Uh, you know, after the Chiefs media or after the you know, the Chiefs media gets a chance to watch, um, after the players get a chance to talk. You know, there's there's some things that we're kind of all paying attention to to see, you know, the language in which some of the young guys are being spoken about and, you know, maybe some guys and how they look physically. There's a lot of question marks that we got. Um, And I but before we get into some of the things we want to hear about, there was a standalone video that was posted today. (laughs) (laughs) There was. Oh, yes, there was, Matthew. Uh, Justin Ross. All it was was eyeball emojis from the chief's account that was it they didn't even tag justin ross in it just eyeball emojis that's all it was okay kid go ahead it was a it was a three second clip of justin ross making a one-handed catch and that one-handed catch was an absolute thing of beauty and it drew the attention of not only patrick levon mahomes who said the crazy about craziest part about this was the dude acted like this was normal after he caught it. But then Travis Kelsey also uh, quote tweeted this, you know, quote tweeted this video as well. I You don't want to look into too many things on literally the very first thing, that the, the, the first organized team activity. No, 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 you do. That's why you're listening to this. You very much want to look <laughs> in on every single second of the 47 seconds of footage that we have. But continue. But... <laughs> You know, the fact that the Chiefs are willing to gas up an undrafted free agent, the fact that Patrick Mahomes is helping gas up a free an undrafted free agent, and that Travis Kelsey is gassing up an undrafted free agent with comments such as, I felt like I was the only one that got hype when I saw it live. We need more juice. He is hype out of his mind, too. For Justin Ross, wide receiver out of Clemson, the undrafted free agent, the all-world freshman in college, had some injury issues. My ears are extremely perked right now with the Justin Ross bandwagon. Uh, Since the Chiefs rookies have reported to the team in any fashion, like after the draft reported to do anything team-related, Justin Ross's like highlight video or like face to camera time compared to everybody else is like, I don't know, eight to one at at absolute minimum. Like he's getting a lot of social media run. And a lot of that could be because there's a lot of hype there. A lot of that could be, he is the kind of guy in these uncontested practices without full pads and stuff to make some more highlight plays. Or it could be that he's been relatively impressive, right? Like, at this point in time, we've gone from just the Chiefs social media team pushing him out, in which the Chiefs social media team is still very much in contact with and knows a lot of what not just Andy Reid, but like everybody on that coaching staff wants or thinks can get out there to the public. But we've gotten past that now. We've gone past just the social media team. Like Kent said, we're getting Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are also putting this out there and talking about it. And not just, I mean, it could just be generic stuff. It could just be generic. Oh my God, this was such a great play kind of stuff. But I don't know. Just reading the way, you know, the excitement that seemed to be coming through when they tweeted about it. And the fact that you're pairing that with some of the social media stuff and how much social media run he's getting. 
it's it's really hard to not start buying into the hype of Justin <laughs> Ross being some kind of factor this year for the Chiefs, like in terms of making the roster. Not all in the field, just making the roster. I I need those two to chill. I because <laughs> they're, they're 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 ruining this for me. My expectations are too high for Justin Ross already, and I am actively mitigating them because he is an undrafted free agent with injury issues and here they are out here just publishing all this stuff about how you know this guy is out here making a one-handed catch on the boundary by the way getting two feet in you know this is a an nfl catch one-handed patrick mahomes gasses him up travis kelsey the guy who would not gas up patrick mahomes before his first nfl start actively kind of, you know, campaigned for Alex Smith the offseason before Patrick Mahomes started and said, when did you know he was for real when he stepped onto the field there? That's when he said he knew. Here he is on social media gassing up a teammate in OTAs. Yes, it's OTAs. Who knows? There's nothing that you can really take from that. But Travis Kelsey's been around here a long time, and this is not standard behavior from him. Typically, you see him show up to these things. It's you know, it's great that everybody's here working. You know, he takes a lot of pictures with the guys, everything like that. He doesn't gas guys up in this way. Patrick Mahomes doesn't typically single guys out in this way either, especially on a young receiving core with a lot of new faces. He's out here promoting an undrafted free agent. Yes, we know the talent is there if he's healthy, but there's a lot that I am just personally taking from the fact that the two offensive leaders. Those those are them. Both of those guys. It's Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are the offensive leaders of this team are going out on day one of OTAs and making proclamations about an undrafted rookie. That means something. You know, it shouldn't mean anything, but it does amongst a young wide receiver core. It at least means something in the late in late May. Just because we we need something to talk about. No. Um I am I I'm one Lewis Riddick tweet away from going i don't even need the lewis i don't even need it <laughs> travis kelsey was the one that sealed it for me i don't need lewis i think we're beyond yeah i think we're beyond the the lewis riddick like yearly hype actually i think he took uh the darian Kennard stance i think that was his like that was his this is the good rookie call. i see from the chiefs making an impact this year which is good that's great like we wanted to see that but like he already you know he sent his ship a different direction and now all of a sudden we're still getting the chiefs and mahomes and kelsey and the Chiefs again, and the Chiefs again, and the Chiefs again, hyping up Justin Ross. And just at some point in time, it does it does become a little too much to ignore. This isn't, you know, random camp body wide receiver that makes a really nice catch. The Chiefs Sorry. social media team throows it up once, and yeah. then they move on. You don't see him again. I'm not dunking on Justin Watson, but it, I mean, you don't even know Justin Watson's on the team right now. Uh, I <laughs> it's, you know, it's not, you know, it's seen a ton of one-handed catches from Justin Watson right now. Uh, it just feels like there is just some, you know, there's some legitimate reason to be a little excited about, about Justin Ross, you know? And I mean, just dreaming. If I'm just dreaming, you look at what the Chiefs put. Matt, this Maddie hates optimism, but um, <laughs> I'm looking at this draft class and I'm looking at all these dudes that they put on the board. And then I'm looking at all these undrafted free agents. I'm looking at, you know, Ross and I'm looking at, uh, Mike Rose and and uh, you know even Jerry and Ely who knows 
uh he's dat he's dat, dat taking him the right round um <laughs> you compare a lot of players to d'anthony thomas I, that's something i've noticed about you yeah. this is going off the rails quickly save it pull up pull up uh but man i just like i just look at what this team's been able to do with all these young guys and just the totality of the picture it's like you always want to like pause look back when it gets to august you see what the the full complexion of this roster is what you know whatever veteran defensive end they add from here on out you're when we pause we look back at the roster right you know right before the 53 man or right on the onset of the 53 we're gonna go okay like this group this group's i think brett's put himself in a really good position with a lot of young players with you know uh with a with a lot of really good lottery tickets which we'll probably get to a little bit this summer uh i have a feeling i'm just uh, yeah i think this could be a really fun you know mini reset where the team's really really good and they hit on a lot of players they have no business hitting on i mean if they hit on one of mike rose jack conkren and and justin ross i mean that's a that's a big win for this team and i think one of those guys makes the 53-man roster maybe more and if they if we if they get more we're going to turn into the mcmahon gif and flip over backwards but uh yeah, so uh, that that's the Justin Ross discourse, and that's it for the episode. Just kidding. Um, one thing I do like to we we, we know that you know the Chiefs are kind of checking in here, kind of getting your first looks. You're gonna get some first perspectives of this football team. You're gonna hear from some of the players uh, over the course of this summer. This is gonna be our first chance to hear them coming up. What are some of the things that you want to hear? Uh, what be it about players, be it about whatever. What are some of the the high level things that you want to hear happen? Uh, or here come from some of the players here in the Chiefs in the next couple of days. Maddie, is there anything off the top, you know, or it could be, you know, a beat reporter in a physical profile, anything like what are some of the things you want to see? Give us one off the top that you want to, you want to see. Just, I mean, nobody getting injured for the two days that they're here right now, right? Like they're here, they were here today, uh, yesterday, I guess, by the time you're listening to this on Wednesday and then Thursday, and then that's, you know, the end of these two days and they jump back in on May 31st and they have like sporadic dates, I mean, no injuries. And then you want to hear the guys that have been dinged up starting to get back on the field. You want to hear mm. that Jody Fortson's there and he's starting to take place in some of these workouts. You want to hear that Sky Moore and Brian Cook are now getting you know more of a full go than they were at the rookie minicamp where they were both kind of limited. What, an update on Lucas Yank would be kind of good to hear at this point. I'm just like, even Rashad, Fenton, even an update on Rashad Fenton, Fenton yeah. as well. Yeah. All these guys, just you want to you want to get some kind of update. You want to see them show improvement. So the guys that haven't, you know, we don't know if they can do anything. Them even being limited is some kind of update. You want to see Sky Moore, Brian Cook, these rookies starting to take you know steps forward in that regard. Because stay healthy. If you can stay healthy and doing all this stuff, like especially for the young guys, rookies, second year players, I'll even throw Jordy Fortson in there just because he is recently playing tight end. Getting as many reps as possible, whether mental, whether walkthroughs, and these kind of scenarios matter. So those guys staying healthy, you know, improving their conditioning and whatever their body may be throughout the whole thing. That's kind of like you know something that you want coming out of this part of the offseason program. My thing that I'm looking for is seeing Orlando Brown Jr. Now I don't want him there without a contract. Well, I want him to <laughs> land that contract. I want him to be taken care well, of. I want him to be happy and show up there because they're going to need him this season. And we know that he's going to be there this season, but Darian Kennard is there. 
And I want him to kind of get integrated with that five. I know that it's not like Orlando Brown Jr. is doing a whole lot of communication across the line to Darian Kennard, but he's played that right tackle position before in the NFL. He's going to offer a whole lot of valuable experience. Now, Kennard's going to be able to lean on Joe Tooney, who is probably the leader in that room, but Orlando Brown is going to offer a lot of experience, a lot of you know, a different approach coming out of college, you know, coming in with the sort of length and the movement skills that a guy like Orlando Brown had. Darian Kennard is a little bit similar in that regard. So he's going to be able to help him get adjusted to the way that he needs to set the sorts of things that he needs to, you know, in, inhabit in the NFL. That's what I want to see. So getting him in here sooner is probably more of a boon for Darian Kennard, but it also means that he's taken care of long-term. You got your left tackle of the future. It's just all positive things if we get to see Orlando Brown Jr. in OTAs. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I'm not anticipating it, but I'm also curious. Who do we think is playing left tackle? When, when, with Orlando Brown Jr. out, that's one question I have because the Chiefs have a lot of right tackles on their roster. Wiley, yeah, I mean, Wiley, you don't even necessarily count him a right tackle. Darian Kennard, I mean, Prince Tika Winoga. Are we going to see like a Jared Christian or a Prince Tika Winoga playing with the ones? Like, that's a big jump for Jared Christian who hasn't really been here. Prince Tika Winogo, I mean, I, maybe like I'm fascinated who's going to be the left tackle. During OTAs, like that's actually a big question I have right off the top. I'm just curious. If Lucas Niang is healthy, you would have to imagine he would get some run there because like he kind of got some last year. I know that we, from what we've seen, we may not be super excited for it, but it might be one of their options. I mean, he might be there. Or like you said, it seems like, you know, Prince Tiga is a guy that played over there last year in a reserve role through a lot of practices. I think Gary on Christian has played left tackle in the past. So like he's another guy you could put there. like they have options that have taken reps at left tackle, not for the chiefs, not for the chiefs. And, you know, since college, but like they have guys 
None of them give you confidence, though, and that's kind of why Orlando Brown Jr. has all the leverage, and mm-hmm. I don't expect to see him until June 14th. Yeah, yeah. probably not. Luckily, OTAs, don't. Re- you're not going to be hitting. You're not going to be doing any of that. Yeah, it's adjusting to some of that stuff, but we saw Orlando Brown Jr. adjust to Patrick Mahomes. It's just, if there are any offensive changes or tweaks or anything like that, I mean, he's got the playbook already, but it would be nice to have him on the field. Okay, let's just assume that we're going to hear Patrick Mahomes talk tomorrow uh, or third, when, today, whenever you're here. Let's just assume that he's going to give us a lot of info. I, I, you know, he's an open book. He's an open book. He is. Guys are in here working, grinding. What's the one thing that you like, one realistic thing that you would want to hear Patrick Mahomes say? I'll, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. I want to hear him say, Sky Moore really seems to be picking it up mentally. And like, I think that's one of the big things that you want to, you want to know very quickly. Um, and any vote of confidence on what Sky Moore's done in the past, like some of the stuff that he's done in college. And I would love any insights that he gives on Sky Moore specifically in detail. Hopefully he's picking it up quickly, but also at the same time, I just want to see, I, I want to see if he waxes poetic a little bit about what he's seen out of Sky Moore in college too. You know, I know it's been a slow process for him. Um, you know, I know it's been a slow process for him to kind of get, you know, um, you know, physically up. He didn't get to do stuff too much at the rookie mini camps. And we'll see what their plan of attack is for for him throughout the you know course of the offseason because you don't want him to hurt himself. But I am very interested to hear what, you know, if, if anything, Patrick Mahomes has to say specifically about Sky Moore. Uh, Maddie, give me something that you want to hear Patrick Mahomes say uh, or he, you're you're hoping. Uh, I mean, I hope there is some kind of reference. Like Mahomes is really good at this talking to media thing. He's very, you can tell that he got the same kind of teachings that Andy Reid does because he can say a lot of words, but not tell you a (laughs) single thing while he's up there. Like you could come away to a 20 minute press conference of Mahomes. And unless it's directly following a Super Bowl loss, you're not getting much out of it. Like no, you're not going to have a lot of takeaways, but I do hope that there is some, some things referencing a different offensive system, getting used to how the offense is going to function with these new pieces. Cause so far this off season, it's been a lot of stuff like talking about how, yes, they have different players and they got to figure out how to like integrate them. But the overall message has been the, the offense can be similar. They can be not the exact same as losing Tyree kill, but the way that Andy's talked about it, the way you've seen heard stuff in the past, or even Brett beach talking about it, is that they think it can be a similar style of offense. It doesn't sound like they have come out and publicly said there's going to be wholesale changes. So I would love Patrick Mahomes to slip up and maybe make a reference or two about a new <laughs> offense that is coming to town or trying to you know get a B on some of these new things that they're trying. Nothing specific, just I want to le- walk away from his press conference thinking, okay, they understand that McCole Hardman or Sky Moore or whoever aren't Tyree Kill – and you can't just run these deep overs and expect that to clear out everybody else because it's not Tyree Kill doing it every single play. You're going to have to do something else to attack these two high structures. Like I'm hoping we get just a vague reference that they understand that and they're working towards that so we don't have to sit here and just wonder, are they going to be stubborn all the way until like September 10th or whenever their first game is? Or are they actually going to like you know go into the rest of this offseason planning to account for that already? You don't want him to just straight up say, um, we've got some great blockers from the slot, so now we're going to run more of the McVay offense. <laughs> just- I mean, listen, hey, I would love it. I would love it if you'd say that, but if he said that that directly, I would assume that that's a complete and right. utter line Old of face BS. Line. Yeah. 
Old face lie. I mean, I I I hope that we hear more about the football, you know, that's going on this week rather than the the golf mounting that's occurring this weekend. Oh no, I'd rather hear about the golf. I'd rather uh, hear about the golf. Oh, I don't care about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers playing golf. If, if we're being real here, Tom so, Tom Brady's very good at social media, but I if he's trying to trigger me with the he posted he it worked how stupid was that that was i that was the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen like i thought it was man, great no i, I, I thought it was terrible it was and the I old really man celebration at the end Kent, you guys <laughs> I, think it, I think it was absolutely phenomenal uh you know we, we everybody says it's like social or like uh social media tom is great what if it's just tom brady not with bill belichick that's great like what if just tom brady not with bill belichick is actually great and it's not specifically him on social media it's just getting away from bill allows you to be a person and not a robot like does anybody you know well, that doesn't seem like a hard sales pitch does it I liked I liked when it was easier to not like Tom Brady. Now this this golf this golf fake hole in one video absolutely has has brought me back. Don't get me wrong, but now there's so many good things beforehand. My real one, my real one here. I can't kind of allude to Sky more. I want to hear that about the whole receiving core because it's mostly new. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's McCole Hardman, it's you know Josh Gordon, but the majority of the rest of it is brand new. So. They've done a lot of work off the field. You're going to see a lot more, you know, probably mistakes early on, you know, not understanding, not reading each other correctly. That is bound to happen. I want to hear that he feels confident in them. We heard Brett Veach talk about before the draft. Yeah, I've been talking with Patrick. I know what's going on down there. It's been a valuable tool knowing that he's down there training with those guys. And yes, that does influence our draft decisions. Now, Still took Sky more early, and you know he's still a very good player that will factor in here. But it does make me wonder a little bit if Patrick Mahomes has a lot of confidence in these guys, and maybe they're going to walk in with a little different attitude or a little different confidence. We've heard Patrick Mahomes over the past four years now talk about largely the same receivers and the same receiving core. So we have a baseline of how he talks about those guys. We're going to now have a, a new kind of, standard to judge against if he comes out and he's absolutely glowing about you know marquez valdez scantling if he comes out and he's just gushing about him won't shut up we're gonna look at that and go listen he didn't like he loved tyreek but he didn't do that for tyreek like there's gonna be some of that stuff that we are still going to see and it might go hand in hand with what the justin ross stuff is happening right now too so i'm curious to just kind of read the overall tenor of it because like maddie said we're not gonna get much out of him maybe you can kind of read into some of that a little more like we do with Andy Reed. You can kind of read between the lines a little bit. Before, I don't know if you're trying to get away from receivers. So I'm jumping back in here. Can't, yeah, I don't know it. where your transition's going next. I don't want to cut you off later. Um, what I don't want to hear is him come out and have this just nonstop praise for McCole Hardman, just because it'll come across to me as forced until I see it on the football field. I will still, I will continue to feel like what we've heard so far this offseason and what you've heard in the wake of the receiver core turning over is there's been a lot of McColl can do this, McColl can do that. He hasn't had a chance to do this. He hasn't had a chance to do that. And I'm not saying it's not true. I'm not saying there's not a reason to praise him. I'm not saying he hasn't had a chance. It just, it seems very forced. It seems very planned out. It seems like it's a narrative that they are 
actively trying to push. So if we, if he comes out there and gets on the podium and just spends, you know, two minutes or, you know, the first minute just talking about McCall Hardman when he's talking about receivers and how he's looked great and how he's really figured it out in year four and he's taking it more seriously with this new role. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, I'm going to sit there and go, yeah, I got to wait to see it. Like I need to see this because this has been the same narrative that we heard every single off season since his rookie year, really. It's just, it's been ramped up this year. So like, that's the one storyline that I'm hoping you don't get. I'm not saying I want him to come out and say he's been bad or not talk about him. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I don't want him. I don't want that to be the main receiver storyline that comes out because it's just, it feels like it's a very direct, very well-communicated message that everybody in the organization keeps talking about with the exact same talking points. And if you get another rendition of that, I don't know if it makes my confidence waver, but it doesn't build on it. Like it doesn't make me think that, oh, okay, yeah, since they said it again, I'm definitely going to believe it now in year four, like they didn't believe it in year three or in year two going forward. That's just the one thing that I'm, I'm on I'm alert about and something that I don't necessarily need to hear. Not that I don't want to hear it, I just don't need to hear it. All right, real quick before we get out of here, and there is an outside chance that we get in out of the show in under 30 minutes, which would be a Maddie Lane record. No, we won't. I got something I'm going to tag on whenever you're done, so continue. <laughs> one player you hope, one young player, first or second year player, uh, rookie or, or second year player, that you hope gets some run, gets some gas, uh from this uh you know get, gets gassed up a little bit from this uh first ota weekend you want to go first i'll go yeah first go i got ahead. one i want i want some josh kando buzz because like the physical the physical athletic profile of jo josh kando can play in the nfl and can play for steve spagnolo um i want to see if he you know if he's getting some positive feedback for um for for his off season his off season process um some optimism about him because that would be a nice little player to hit on if they're able to to get uh josh kando you know in any any you know significant contribution that would be huge for this football team so i'm hoping that there's some josh kando love out there you want to go craig no you go right ahead maddie mm -hmm. i got last okay um i'll take trip mcduffie uh, and not necessarily, I, I don't care about your highlight videos from like this kind of thing for a cornerback. I don't know if it's necessarily about, I mean, it would be great. Okay. We talked about Patrick Mahomes. It'd be great if he came out and said, Hey, trying to fit some balls into the one-on-one -on -one win. Like, I guess not one-on-ones they're doing like seven on seven or 11 on 11 drills saying throwing at him is difficult would be nice to hear. But like, even just hearing somebody talk about how quickly he's picking up the playbook, how well he seems to be understanding these basic level of installs that they're going through right now but that just they're surprised they're excited by how fast he's picked that stuff up. Cause from all, you know, for everything we've heard, he's one of the smartest players that have come through cornerbacks that have come through the, you know, NFL combine interview cycle in a while. So just hearing that come again directly from a team, whether it's a coach or a teammate, just saying like, he really does get it already. And that's really impressive. And it can allow us to do X, Y, or Z or however they want to phrase it. It would be really nice just to hear them talk about McDuffie's kind of IQ again. I think hearing him talk, when you just, when it's him up there talking, you can tell he's a guy that does kind of get it. He's a smart guy. He understands football at a level that just like, you know, it comes pretty natural to him, but hearing somebody else kind of confirm that from what you get talked to him would be, I think go a long way in feeling better about an undersized corner, maybe going in the first round, being thrust out there into the action right away. You guys both went defense. Wow. That's shocking. So now I've got to be the guy that turns around and Don't goes do against it. type. No, of course I'm not doing it. <laughs> no. 
Guy that I want to see get some gas this week is Nick Bolton because by and large, this week is not going to be hitting. It's not going to be a lot of this stuff. Yeah, it's good when you hear, you know, the DBs are playing well, the, the defensive ends are reading the game well. Nick Bolton has a lot on his shoulders this season. They replaced Anthony Hitchens with Nick Bolton, and they're telling him it is your job to get everybody on the same page. There's a lot of young players on this team. He has to connect the front of that defense to the back of that defense and be that hinge point. Anthony Hitchens talked about it all the time, about how important it was to know what everybody did so that you can communicate that to them. Now, your mileage may vary with Anthony Hitchens, but that's what Steve Spagnuolo expects out of his Mike linebacker. That is a lot to put on a second-year player, and we'll start to get maybe some of that impression this week because he's still going to have to do that. Even if they're just lining up in shorts and shells and they're not hitting each other, he's still got to call out that stuff. He's still got to make the adjustments. This is when you drill down on that stuff. And so this is an extremely important week for a second-year linebacker that has a lot laid before him. It is very important that he has a very successful week. I am certain that we are going to hear from him because he's going to be one of the defensive leaders. Yeah. And he's going to be one of the guys that they're definitely putting on the podium. So you're going to get to hear. And right now, he has been fairly open about the things that he needs to change, the adjustments that he needs to make in his game. I'm curious to hear how he feels the week is going because I think we're going to get an honest opinion. And if he has a good week, if he builds off of that, you can get that hype train rolling. Not as not as strong as the Justin Ross hype train or anything like that, but you can get a hype train rolling for Nick Bolton in 2022 as well. Just like the hype train's rolling for our good pals at McAdoodles. Bring in a lease, uh, a McAdoodles to lease summit this summer. You know, training camp's not the only thing that's coming to Kansas City over the summer. You got a McAdoodles coming. You got elite customer service, elite prices, and elite selection. So get your McAdoodles franchise into Kansas City ASAP. Get a hold of Roger. Info at McAdoodles.com and bring it to Kansas City just like Nick Bolton's going to be bringing it in training camp later on this season. Craig, you're elite. Maddie, what's the one thing you want to add to this show before we get out of here? Uh, no, it was nothing important. I just, I just wanted to, I was going to prolong this over 30 minutes, but we made it. So um, I got it. I, I stay undefeated. Uh, I actually, real thing though. No, 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 real thing. Uh, I'm in, I am intrigued. I know I am intrigued to see which linebacker along with Nick Bolton gets a little bit more hype because Willie Gay's yes. changing positions. He's going to have a little bit more on his plate. Presumably is that going to be talked about? Is that going to be him getting up there talking about, it? are you going to hear about that from a coach or are you going to hear about Leo Chanel or somebody else like Darius Harris, somebody else, um, Nick Jermaine Rose. Carter, somebody mm -hmm. else that has come in that is kind of taking a leap or taking some reins of some stuff that maybe is lacking now that they don't have all the same veterans they've had in that room. So I am interested to who is the second linebacker that is, seems to be getting the gaining the most ground as you start to go through OTA. Cause I think, Whoever your second linebacker is, Nick Bolton's one. Whoever's linebacker two, I think, is a little bit more of an open competition than Absolutely. we want to admit because we like Willie Gay and his athletic profile, but I think it's pretty open right now. So I'm intrigued to at least kind of see who starts to get good footing in, in that battle. All right, that's going to do it for the Casey Laboratory. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you all. We'll catch you later.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.